You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 166. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today, I am speaking to you again from Dublin. Here in Dublin, I am sitting again on my pink and fuchsia cotton combo silk bedding in the second bedroom, speaking to you just like we're hanging out and having a little chat. Next week, by the way, just so you guys know, for all of the people in the UK and London specifically, I will be doing another meetup in London on September 13th, we're thinking. The details have not been finalized exactly in terms of location. So if you want to go find out if I have shared, go check out the photos that I have been sharing on Instagram at Jess C, as in come and say hello lively. I'm not sure exactly when we'll have that fully figured out, but I'm guessing by, you know, this weekend and early next week, the details will be up there as to where it is specifically, but we are planning on Tuesday, September 13th, or at least that's what we're aiming for. And in other news, Life with Intention Online, the class I only offer twice a year that changes your approach to life so you can feel more meaningful, more fulfilled, and more joyful and peaceful in your life is coming up next week. Registration is open September 12th through the 16th. That is the registration. And then class starts September 18th through October 21st. As always, I suggest you go check out the details at lifewithintentiononline.com and ask your intuition if this work and this approach is right for you. And if it tells you yes, I am so excited to work with you. Now let's move on to today's show. This is an interesting lesson that came to me last week and has kind of been formulating over the course of this week as well. So as you guys know, I am back in Europe for the second time. I spent three months here earlier than I was home to the U.S., home being the U.S. at this point, for about two to three weeks, and now I am back. And in that, I've recognized that today's theme about flowing with changing seasons or changing priorities is actually something that I have had to come to terms with now that I am back for the second time. One of the things that caught me most by surprise as I was flowing into this second bout of European adventure was that I had been in London, let's see, in like August 9th or so, and then I came back September 1st or August 31st. So it's only really just a few weeks. And when I left London in earlier August, it was totally summer, summer, summer. And then I traveled around the US to places that also felt very much in the heat of the summer. But by the time I returned back to London, fall had come. I think actually everyone I was speaking to said that fall seemed to have come that exact day that I got there. There were cooler temps. There were brown leaves on the ground. I couldn't believe it. I had brought some espadrilles and white jeans, even though I did leave some warmer weather clothing like tank tops and stuff with my friend Clara in New York. But I was sitting there thinking, these espadrilles and white jeans are now totally useless. I should have left them in New York as well because I thought September would be more gradual into fall than it actually was. So as I was kind of coming to terms with the fact that this season totally changed on me and also the fact that I was feeling different in general about this second time in Europe, I realized there's something I needed to figure out. Like what was going on here? Why did I feel so off? I had expected things to continue as they were before before I left, like the same season being the summer. I thought I would have the same feelings about the trip, and I thought I would have, I guess, in some ways, the same aha moments and challenges. 
But this was not turning out to be the case, and I had to figure out what was feeling so off. And that's when it hit me. It was a new season. Duh, right? It's so obvious. I know that there's so many people in the U.S. that have been planning so much about the fall, even when it was still super hot, or maybe it is super hot there still. But I had just kind of in the flow of all of the things I've been doing, just really being day to day in most of the places I was at, everything felt very summer. And I just didn't realize that this new chapter would have a new agenda. And it's a different experience. Even just beyond that, the fact that I'm coming back is not the same as being here for the first time. So maybe you can relate to this. Maybe there's something that you've been going through and there's a change of seasons for you. Maybe the actual summer to fall transition is catching you more off guard like it did myself, or maybe there is some other, a little less clear in terms of the calendar or weather temperatures shifting in your life as well. Maybe there is a blend in your life that is shaking up. If you guys remember back in the Lively Adventure, I think it was maybe four or five weeks ago, I shared about the Moose Tracks blend of our lives. I like to revisit that and then talk about how we can adjust to when there are new seasons and there are changing priorities in our lives. So to quickly recap the Moose Tracks blend of our lives, you guys may be wondering, what the heck is Moose Tracks? Well, all my Midwestern folks out there, I'm sure, are probably doing a little happy dance as I say the word moose tracks because they may know it as the beloved flavor of ice cream that happens to be my favorite and is predominantly, I think, found in the Midwest in the U.S. It is a ice cream that has smooth, creamy vanilla ice cream that has like this swirling, fudgy blend or ribbons of thick chocolate fudge. So good. And then there are peanut butter cups splattered throughout the ice cream as well. So it's kind of this marbled looking ice cream with white and brown swirls and then little peanut butter cups thrown in for good measure. As I shared in that other episode, instead of us focusing on having balance in our lives where every single bite of ice cream we ever have in our lives is the same, that we can look at our lives as a blend. So each bite of ice cream is going to have probably very similar consistent elements like vanilla ice cream, fudge, and possibly a peanut butter cup or two every now and then. But ultimately, each bite is very unique. Some bites will have more fudge, some will be more vanilla, and some will have two or three or maybe just one or maybe no peanut butter cups. So as we go through our lives, instead of trying to have the same exact bite with one peanut butter cup, one quarter fudge, and three quarters ice cream, then we can just kind of say, like, this is going to ebb and flow. This season will look different than next season. Each bite is different, and that means that each individual bite gives us a unique combination of flavors that we can then appreciate in our lives as things ebb and flow, and then they don't become boring. Well, as we're going through this, this is basically exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting this new leg of my journey to be exactly like the last bite of ice cream I had on the last one. But it's not true. This is a new bite. It's a new season. Things are always changing. I basically inadvertently started what I'm now calling my sophomore year of this journey. At this point, I don't even know when it's ending, so I don't even know how many years, quote unquote, that will be a part of this. But maybe you guys can relate to this too. Maybe you're in a sophomore or junior or senior year of some stage in your own life as well. This can apply to parents with children going through different growth periods. 
This is obviously applied to weather as we've spoken about. This could be about businesses going through different transitions, like going from being a solo entrepreneur to having a staff, or it could be in your career. There could be career shifts, promotions, or projects ending that ultimately herald a new season, a new transition. Now, here's what I'm gonna say. Unlike in the past, which I might have said, let's be proactive, let's plan this out, let's get ahead of these transitions so we can prepare for them. I used to think that way, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If that's what feels great for you, go for it. But in my personal journey, this is kind of where I'm sharing as what I'm learning right now in real time, I can say that I'm not necessarily advocating that we need to plan or prepare for these season changes because I think that can lead to a lot of future tripping. It can lead to us escaping the present moment. It leads to people thinking about pumpkin chai lattes in July when they're not coming out till much later. I think that we can end up skipping a lot of the present moments of our lives thinking too far into the future. So I'm not saying that there was anything wrong with the fact that this season surprised me, that this change happened. I think that's totally fine. I think it's okay to be caught off guard in the sense that you're like, oh my gosh, things are different now. I think that's fine because I think that's an indication as long as we're not unconscious from the previous season and we weren't just living in a haze. If we were fully experiencing and savoring every moment of that bite, wonderful. I did. I juiced out that experience so much. I got so much juice from it. I got so many wonderful memories and experiences because I was in the flow. I tried to stay aligned as much as possible, and I didn't think too far forward. I let things come as they needed to. But that doesn't mean that we're always going to do the same thing. It doesn't mean that flow is not going to take us into new chapters. So once we're in this new chapter and we feel it, that's I think what I can say the most is when you're in the full flow mode, you will feel when the chapter has shifted. You don't have to look at a calendar. You don't have to look at the project's to-do list. You just know because you're feeling it. As you're finding that flow intuitively, when it shifts, you will feel the shift. Things won't feel like they did before. And if we don't then recognize what that means, it could just be kind of this weird, unexplainable feeling that things somehow feel off. It could feel like things just aren't clicking like they used to. That could be an indication that we're just not aware of how the season has shifted. But once we feel that offness, we can recognize and go, oh, I'm just in a new chapter and I've assumed that flow is going to continue as it used to, but instead it's going to go in a new direction. Once we find ourselves there, once we recognize it for the new season that it is, then we can assess the situation and find alignment within it. That's the exciting thing. We can stay in alignment every single moment up until the new season. There might be this kind of feeling of disorientation or things feeling a little off. And then once we see that, we can recognize it, take some of the steps that I'm about to explain, and then find alignment within the next season that's coming without planning, without forcing, without future tripping our way through our lives so that we're never truly experiencing every moment as it comes. So for last week, for example, as I was realizing that, hey, this is a totally new season literally in my life and weather, and also this new season, this sophomore year of this trip and journey is 
also something new. I decided to mark it with a ritual and I didn't have a ritual planned. I didn't think about this forever or weeks beforehand. What ended up happening is kind of a total flow situation, in fact. As I was spending some time with my friend Erica, catching up with her as I was back in London, we were walking around and as we were walking, I recognized that we were going to go near the bar that I went with my friend Diana when I first got to London. I think it was probably the first day I was there. When we were there, we did this really fun little appointment for her business. We looked at some jewelry at Alex Monroe for her shop. She ordered what she needed, and then we wandered over to, I think it's called Borough Market, and there was this bar called the Globe Bar there. It had a beautiful chandelier, and we walked in, and we had a glass of champagne to celebrate the start of our trip. That's what I did, I guess, three or four months ago with Diana on the first day of that London trip. Well, as Erica, who I met on the process of this journey, and actually towards the end of the three months that I was there, we became friends. As we were walking there on my sophomore year, right at the start of it, I realized we were going to go buy the same place, the Globe Bar in Borough Market. And so I decided that what a beautiful way to celebrate this new season, ironically, is to go back to the same place where I started before because I was with a new person. I had had new experiences. This wasn't the first time I'd gone to this bar. It was actually kind of this really interesting way for me to reflect on all of the growth and changes that have happened since that first experience there. It was a beautiful way to mark the end of chapter one and the start of chapter two. I got to start my sophomore year, ironically, right where I began my freshman year, only I knew so much more. I knew where this bar was. She didn't even know where it was, and she had been living in London for two years. So this is kind of, again, to the point of how all of these things in my life in some ways have changed, and I'm yet going back to celebrate that shift from the past and looking forward into the future at the same place where I began. So you guys could find some other way to do this in your situation. You can find a way to mark it. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. It doesn't need to be something you plan for seven weeks. You can just see in your flow what makes the most sense for you. Don't stress about it. It wasn't stressful for me to make this little trip. We were actually kind of walking by it already on our journey as it was. Find some way though to make it feel special because I think when we can mark it, then we can kind of see this renewed energy and kind of shake out of that off feeling and look with clear eyes, look with fresher perspective at what might be coming up for us next instead of just expecting the next few moments or weeks or months to play out similarly to how they did in the past in a previous chapter. There are new opportunities waiting for us if we're able to see them as new and not be expecting them to look like they used to before. So I can't expect the same gains, breakthroughs, and experiences that I had in the past three months, but we can experience new ones. And we can ask ourselves at all times, but especially when we're starting a new season, what is the universe flowing to me in this new season of my journey? Before it was feeling off because I kind of had stopped asking that question and had expected that what the universe would bring me would be the same as before, but that wasn't the case. And as I reflected on this question with fresh eyes in my sophomore year, no longer expecting it to be the same as my freshman year, 
I could see that this could give me more work-related focus, an opportunity to work on the book and then run Life with Intention online, which is different than how it was in the freshman year. I'm also now more savvy about travel. Things that used to trip me up no longer do. I'm sure I'll have new things to learn about travel as I go as well, but especially that day when I was having that champagne with Diana, I was definitely very fresh to traveling Europe and a little bit scared and anticipating different things that I wasn't sure about. Well, now I have that savviness about me. Now I'm able and understand how to go into a new country and figure my way around pretty simply. And also I can try new cities that I haven't been to before. So these are the things that the universe seems to be flowing to me in the present moment and going forward. Now, I have no idea what other things the universe has up its sleeve for me this month, but I can't wait to find out. And you can ask the same question to the universe about what it could be flowing to you in this new season of your life. It was interesting as I talked to Erica about this in the bar, because as we were sitting there and reflecting, she was, as I kept saying the word, sophomore year, sophomore year, thinking back to her own foreign exchange. I think she did a study abroad two years in a row in college, and she was actually saying that she had experienced something very similar. She had a different set of experiences the first year that she went as her freshman year of study abroad, and then her sophomore year had different experiences. Even though she was in the same place, I think she was staying in France, but I could be wrong about that part of the details. But either way, she was staying there and she said that it was different. And initially she did expect the second year to feel and be exactly like the first one, but it wasn't the case. And as I was very curious to ask her, so is it okay? Was it just as fun the sophomore year? Because I was a little nervous that my freshman year was going to be somehow more special than the second year. And she said no. There were different things she could gain from both, and she loved both equally, just in different ways. And that's what I'm betting we all have to say and reflect on in our own lives as we look at school or we look back on different chapters that have ebbed and flowed and as we've gone. So we can look at this even from a bigger vantage point. This isn't the first chapter we've ever started. This isn't the last we'll ever start either. Right now, this is just the one that's showing up for us right now. And here's another big thing. Once we've marked the transition, once we found a non-stressful way to mark the transition and we start to look forward to what we can focus on in the present moment, we also get to look at letting go of what no longer fits. So this is a really interesting story that came to me from a friend last week. I hadn't spoken to this friend since I left on the trip in May, but I got an email from her and we have kept up for a long time. She's actually a lively show guest, but I'll leave her anonymous in this situation and just say that she was reaching out and saying how much she was enjoying the show and how much she was hoping things were going well for me. And I asked her about a hobby that she had began the last time we were speaking earlier in the spring. She had started taking flying lessons where she was learning to fly planes. And I asked how they were going and she wrote back about how she'd had this kind of amazing journey, I would say, in her life over the last summer with her family and things that had been shifting in terms of what was really important to her. And then she quickly went into how she hadn't had as much time because of all those things she explained about earlier to do the flying lessons and how she wanted to get back into it and how my email might have even inspired her, I think, to even get back into it in a greater way this fall. But as I read the email, my personal kind of feeling or gut feeling as I read it was that 
this seems to be maybe no longer a fit for her. Maybe this isn't what she even needs to be focusing right now on. So I sent her back a little voice note just saying, hey, you sound so great and it's so awesome to hear about these new aha moments you're having in your life. But is it possible that this flying thing isn't happening for a reason? Is it okay if you just give this a break? And I was like, I don't know because I haven't spoke to you deeply about this yet, but I just thought, you know, she might be benefited by hearing that that point of view might be something she'd want to consider. Wasn't telling her what she should do, but just kind of giving her permission if she was feeling like it was no longer a fit that, you know, maybe she could consider letting that go. Of course, this isn't for me saying she shouldn't fly. I could just tell there was some resistance there in the way she responded in that email initially that kind of made me question whether this is something she felt like she should keep doing because there are not a lot of, you know, female pilots or because this was something that used to be important to her or is ultimately important to her or not. And it was so interesting getting her message back. She said, I had nailed it. It was so right. She felt like it was something she needed to do or should do because she began it before. But the truth was that right now in this season of her life, this new season of her life, it's no longer a huge priority to continue it right now. So that doesn't mean that she'll never do it forever, but at least for right now in this new chapter, it's not something she needs to have on her plate. So I just want to use this as a reminder for yourself, as you're going through a new season, some things are going to be added, which we're curious to find out, but also there are some things that we need to subtract. So sometimes it's okay to let go of things, projects, relationships, or hobbies like flying in order to make room for the things that we're going to do next. For me, I used to find an immense amount of joy in focusing on just one single teaching for over the four months that I was on this journey. But eventually, the joy that I got from that single teaching and focus melted. It started to feel off, just like this new season. And as I started to get that feeling and no longer found the same joy, I eventually started to recognize, and I'll be honest, at first, this didn't hit me right away either. I just started to feel off about it. It wasn't bringing me the same level of joy each time. But as I started to recognize that and recognizing that other sources were starting to bring me joy, I started to find other teachers and other teachings that I wanted to dive into that still aligned with the teachings I had learned from the first four months, but were not from the exact same teacher. It was time to not move on, but just kind of to keep broadening my horizons. Am I glad that I spent those four months studying in a deep, intensive way? Absolutely. And the answer is because it brought me so much joy to do it in that way. Now what's bringing me joy is to do it in a different way. As long as I keep finding the joy and I keep flowing with what provides that joy, I am on the right path. It's not about doing the same thing forever. It's about flowing with the joy and when things feel off, finding the other things that bring that joy instead. And in addition, this is just on a really personal note, I had spent a lot of time thinking about a guy that I had dated on the last leg of the trip, and it had been hard to really let go of the feelings that I had for that person and just kind of thinking about him in general. And I have recognized that in this new chapter, this is a new opportunity to meet new people and no longer keep thinking about this relationship that's no longer a part of my life. So in that case, this is like kind of hard for me, and it's almost kind of pretty vulnerable for me to be sharing about it, but I eventually just started asking my intuition to help me get over it so that it no longer was a part of my life in that I could then open myself up to new opportunities that are going to come my way in this sophomore year. 
that was something that I needed to let go of just as much as the spiritual teachings and just the perception that I should have the same ahas, breakthroughs, and experiences from my freshman year. So here's the thing. We want to have a balance here. We want to be as present as possible, whichever season or whatever leg of the season we happen to be in, while still cherishing the progress we made from the previous chapter. So it's not necessarily when it comes to being in the present moment, be in the present moment, that we need to then forget that the past happened. Now, did I need to stop obsessing over that other guy? Yeah, I did need to do that. I needed to stop thinking about it because I need to be able to make room in my thought life and in my life, literally, for someone new to come in. So here's something you can do in order to remember the progress you've made, but still fully focus on the present. Try writing down the memories that you have from that past chapter. Write all of them. Do a brain dump of every single memory that you really loved from that past chapter and put it someplace special so you can focus on the present moment without worrying that you're going to forget the important details of the past chapter. I've done this over the years. I have a notebook that I started when I was, I don't even know how old I was, but it was from 1999. It's marked up in the corner, so I know that's what it's from. And I've written all these details about my grandmothers as they have passed away, so I wouldn't forget all of these details about them. I've done it through different relationships that have ended. I wrote down all of the details so that I wouldn't have to ever forget what that experience or relationship taught or meant to me. And I've done it I think even after different trips or after different school years in college as well. And it's so cool to be able to go back to that journal and then re-tap in every, I don't know, every few years or however often I end up going back in that journal and looking and reminding myself of those other memories while at the same time not having to store them in my mental Rolodex every single day in order to live my life today. I don't have to think about that stuff in order to remember it when I want to. So that might be something you could try, or you can make a photo journal of the past season. Like I, for example, think it would be really fun to make a little book of the Instagram photos from the lively adventure that I've been taking one day when I do have a home that I could put it in. So I can see those images and those memories and remind myself of this amazing experience that I've had. So maybe you could do something similar as well. Whatever you can do to capture the moment and the memories in a way that you can return back to them in the near or distant future and not forget anything while also not having to devote your mental bandwidth to it now in the present moment. And then of course, once you've commemorated that last season, once you found a low stress way to mark the starting of your new season, it's time to find the flow. When it comes to this new flow and what this new flow might mean for you, of course, my answer is always going to be to write to your intuition to see what this new season can teach you. I think there's no better place to go to than the answers within yourself for what you can learn and what it has to share might surprise you. And also by asking your intuition, because at first I was going to say, just think about what it could come up with. But then my initial thought was people's egos are going to go crazy. They're going to pick some shiny pennies and they're going to add all of these to-do lists and they're just going to kind of find their way into the forcing way of doing things instead of flowing. So this is where I say, go to your intuition first. If you want to know how to write to your intuition, you can go to jesslively.com slash intuition to learn more. But I'll just say, try asking your intuition where this new flow is going to take you or what it has to teach you. 
that's the place I think that will really save you a lot of time and struggle going upstream against the flow if you just let your ego decide what it could try to milk out of every opportunity, even if it's not aligned with a deeper part of you. And then of course, think of this new season as a fresh start of something new. This was something that I needed to really get behind when I realized that this is my sophomore year because there's a part of me that was sad that it wasn't freshman year. I, maybe you feel that way too. Maybe when your baby gets older, I've heard this from mothers that when their baby is in one stage, it goes on to the next, they start to miss the season before. I'm sure maybe they're also excited about the new growth that their child is having. But in my case, I was feeling like this sophomore year is not going to be as good as the one before. The first one's always so special, that freshman year. So instead, I had to really look at this as a start of a new year and that it has new things. And I needed to look at this with fresh eyes. So here are some things that I think we can seek. Seek newness, spontaneity, and growth. Even in a relationship, as you go from the dating phase to the relationship phase, the newness of the dating phase that freshman year is so special, and it can feel a little bit like you're a little sad when the relationship phase starts because all of the newness and all those special memories of each of those individual dating experiences starts to string into a consistent flow. Finding the exciting newness and spontaneity and growth that can come from that new chapter in the relationship as a serious committed relationship, or maybe as your business grows with your staff, all of those types of things, try to find what this fresh start has that is new, that is spontaneous, or that is growth filled. For me, for example, last night, this just happened to me last night, I went out to dinner and as I was sitting at the restaurant, I was kind of sitting at this kind of open-ended bar area. I like the bars because then it wasn't at the like bar where you actually drink, but it was just kind of the way the restaurant was laid out. It was really great because you can sit next to random people at the same spot. And then someone sat down near me who's from Portland and we started talking and I'm basically a new friend. And so tonight we're going to go watch some Irish music together. Now, I've never met a friend in Portland in Dublin before, and I've never gone to watch Irish music with this person tonight. So this is a new thing. It's spontaneous and something fun, and I'm sure there'll be a fun friendship that will evolve out of this new spontaneous event in my sophomore year. And in addition, this new chapter has also brought a few other things, one of them being my period. Yes, the Lisa Vitti flow protocol people, I have gotten my very first period at 31, which has brought cystic acne. So this is why I bring this up is because though I've gotten the period for the first time, the acne is back and is worse than it's ever been. So I am looking to learn how to rebalance my hormones from this point forward. So I think that's going to be an interesting place of newness and growth for me is finding out how my body needs to balance that, I guess. I don't even know how to say it, what my body needs in order to find that balance within my hormones. So those are two different things that are coming up for me in this period that I can use to kind of see how they're going to develop. And they weren't a part of my life in the past chapter. And that's the whole point. There's new things to be experienced. And for you, maybe it's about joining a new club or ending a club that you've been a part of that's no longer bringing you joy. As we said, this isn't always about adding new things. Sometimes it is about letting go of things that are no longer as important to you in this chapter. 
It could be about taking something as simple as a new class at the gym that you've never tried before. Maybe you're not even committing to like six weeks of it. It's just something on the roster that you haven't tried and it's just a drop-in that you could give it a shot. Or maybe it's going to, this is so funny, maybe you go get your tarot cards read. That is something I did in Portland on a whim. I was in a boutique and it had this little sign up in the corner that said tarot readings done here. And I decided I can't buy anything really at the store, but I can have a tarot reading. Let's see what this experience is like. Super random and fun and spontaneous and ultimately pretty insightful as well. So maybe it's something like that that you go give a shot. Something that you open yourself up to that's spontaneous or new. Or you could create a new Friday lunch tradition with your new staff. If your business is growing and you're now adjusting to this new chapter where you're not alone all of the time, maybe a new Friday lunch tradition could be really fun. Or have your friend set you up on a date if you're single. Why not have something new, especially if this chapter is involving you being single and you want to have a new experience, finding a way to go out on a new date could be a way to change things up. Or maybe you're in a relationship and going out to dinner on your own is a way to change things up. Trying to do that. I know that's something for some people, especially females, it can be a little bit more uncomfortable. I've gotten really comfortable with it over the weeks as I've been doing it, or I guess over this last year. And it's kind of something fun to get used to and maybe even fun because you can meet so many new people when you sit in places where other people can congregate, not just sitting at a table alone reading a book, though you could totally do that if that's what feels good to you as well. Or maybe if your child is growing and this is kind of the new chapter that you're a part of, maybe it's taking your child to get his first library card. Whatever it could be, just consider what could be new, spontaneous, or growth-filled for you in this new chapter to start to find these new experiences to help you see that this is still going to be a fun new chapter in your life. So to summarize, when we're in the flow, season changes can surprise us because we're not sitting there waiting around for them to happen. And when they happen, we can sometimes feel off, which might be the reason we understand that they're happening in the first place. And then we can honor them. Once we recognize it's here and that the pace has shifted or something's feeling a little different, we can honor that new chapter. We can record and appreciate the past chapter in some way. Maybe it's writing it down. Maybe it's making a photo journal. Maybe it's making a voice note to ourselves about everything that we went through. Whatever it might be, we can record the memories that we want to capture from the past so that we have more mental bandwidth to focus on the present chapter going forward. And then we can have a little ritual of some sort that's low stress, that's easy to do, that may even be super impromptu, but ultimately a really nice way of us recognizing and honoring this new chapter. And then, of course, try to see what the present moment and new chapter has to show you with fresh eyes. And the fresh-eyed approach is, what is the universe flowing to me in the present moment? Or again, writing to your intuition, what can I learn from during this new season? What does this new season have to teach me? And remember, no matter what you're feeling, no matter whether you're excited or sad or resentful that the last chapters ended, it's all okay. 
the spoonfuls of Moose Tracks ice cream that is our lives. The spoonfuls are meant to be different. We would get sick if we had the exact same bite of ice cream every single day the rest of our lives. And even if we say that it's our favorite, it would become boring to eat it for 13 years in a row. So yes, the ice cream blend is supposed to be different. Sometimes we have more fudge, other times we have more vanilla, and sometimes there are one or two peanut butter cups in there in between. We don't have to eat the same exact bite to enjoy the entire bowl. And though our ego might be worried that the last chapter was better, it's just as fresh in this chapter too when we find the flow and take the adventure that follows. So keep that in mind, guys. I hope you're enjoying your new chapters if you're having some, or at least just even the new season that's come upon us here this fall. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful new chapter that I don't know. I'm I'm just excited to hear what your experiences are with this. So if you are finding yourself kind of caught off guard by your flow, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you are kind of finding that this new way of marking the transition is really helpful for you, whatever it is, please let me know on Instagram, Twitter, in a comment, in an email, whatever. I would love to hear how this episode is resonating with you in this idea of sophomore years. And there you have it. Before I share where I'm going next, guys, I want to take a moment to share about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. Okay, you guys have heard me talk about FreshBooks before, so I'll quickly say it is bookkeeping for creatives. It is an online platform that allows you to keep track of your invoicing and your expenses so simply. I can tell you guys right now, I am actually looking into getting a bookkeeper. So I've been working with FreshBooks personally through their support staff, which are the best support staff I have ever worked with for any company. I've been speaking with Jeff on and off for the last several weeks, and now I'm asking him, hey, Jeff, I need a new bookkeeper. And I realized that I want them to use my FreshBooks bookkeeping system. I don't want them to transition me to another bookkeeping system since I love FreshBooks so much. So he said that they already have a slew of FreshBooks approved accountants that I can work with. And some of them may even be interested in possibly doing my bookkeeping as well. Though I already have an accountant, I'm so excited to see if I can find one of these FreshBooks accountants that could do the bookkeeping side of it for me as well. So I'll keep you posted as that unfolds in future FreshBooks sponsorships, but I will say I love FreshBooks. I've been using it since 2012 and I cannot recommend it enough. If you want to get a free 30-day trial, go over to freshbooks.com backslash lively to see why I love this so much. And now we're talking about next week. Next week, I am in London for the week. As I mentioned, there will be a meetup on September 13th. At least that's a tentative date. Details to come out on Instagram as soon as we have them. You will see it through a picture there. I will post the details. And you can find me at Jess C as in come and say hello lively on Instagram. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.